Monday, you know what that means. Yes, sirree, Bob. It's time for another exciting episode of Taxi TV Live. Woo-hoo! Second show of 2017. And thank you, fake band. Thank you, fake audience. Let me get my volume input down a little bit and get... There they are. The lovely folks in the chat room. Hi, ladies and gentlemen, how are you? Uh, how is my level? There it is. Okay, it's looking good. And let me get that screen size shrunk down a little bit. Okay. Uh, I'm excited about this show. We haven't done one of these in, I don't know, probably a couple of months, maybe more. And uh, I don't know. I just always enjoy doing these. They're... Uh, they're educational for everybody, and it's fun to listen to members' music. And sometimes the stuff that we end up uh, hearing on these shows uh, in the context of forwards and returns ends up making it to the taxi best-ofs or, or the taxi, uh, well, the best-of compilations uh, that we've been known to send out to the industry, but also to uh, on our website for the featured members and the top ten. So... There you go. Let me say hello to everybody. Ken, Peter Rahill, Vincent Brennan, Mojo, uh, Soft, Richard Charles, Martin Frog, Jesse, Tim Walter, Howling Wolf. Uh, I think I saw Gloria in there somewhere before. Danny Weber, Craig Robart. The gang is here. So hello, everybody. Mark Doyle. Um, I am actually going to go warm it up. I will be back in five seconds, probably less. Just clicked off, of course. And, of course, got to thank our sponsor. Okay, so all that said, I want you guys to do me a little favor, and that is... Remind me, because I will forget. We are going to uh, give away a copy of Robin Frederick's book, Shortcuts to Hit Songwriting, which has become a classic. And we haven't given one of these away in a while, so I thought I'd do that today. So please don't let me leave the show today without reminding me a lot to give this away. I'm perfectly capable of forgetting. Oh, Richard Charles said, uh, congrats on the new website. Thank you, Richard. Actually, I want to do a little, like, minute or two on that before we get on with the show. Um, I call it paint and carpet. Some people call it a facelift. We're still working and probably will be for months on the back end stuff. But, yeah, the the homepage of the taxi website and the overall look was just pathetic. And uh, as I said in the email that went out yesterday, we've always considered ourselves a music company first, um, not a tech company. We're not in Silicon Valley. We don't have a room full of web guys working on the site. And we just always thought it was more important that we got great listings and forwarded great music to the industry. And we ignored the website for far too long. And then at some point when we weren't ignoring it, excuse me, there's a lot of work. I mean, we've got hundreds. I think somebody once told me we have either, I want to say 1,400 pages on that website. So we took all the, the kind of the front-facing stuff that the public sees and the members see and tried to narrow it down to, I don't know, like 30, 40 pages of stuff that you see on a regular basis. And we updated those first. Um, there's still some stuff on the members-only stuff 
um, that needs to be updated. But we're chipping away at it. But most everything, you know, is good to go. And thank you for the kind words. Um, we're really happy with it. And, and all the feedback we've gotten has been really good. Oh, no. I just see my bandwidth thing going up and down. Which, by the way, on last week's show when we were having those issues, the bandwidth on this end was solid. So I went and checked. I actually reset the bandwidth requirement on Ustream last week down to the lowest possible setting. So meaning that we were sucking a tiny little drip of bandwidth leaving here. It was set to what a phone would use. Um, and that didn't stop some of you guys. And it usually seems to be the same people over and over again that are getting bumped off. So I would say try a different browser, try a different ad blocker, change anything you can because it's definitely the same people more or less over and over again. Um, I, I went back to medium bandwidth here because the picture looks better, the sound is considerably better, and lowering it, going back to the old low bandwidth setting that we used to use for a couple of years just didn't seem to have any effect. So there you go. Um, uh, Dean Turner's there. Hey, Dean, how are you? So let us get started. Um, the listing, this is for a singer-songwriter listing that went out um, a while ago and deadlined on December 8th. Um, and it reads, original singer-songwriter songs with male or female vocals are needed for a non-exclusive $20,000 direct-to-ad agency placement in a travel-related TV commercial. They're specifically looking for mid-tempo songs um, from any era that have lyrics about things like getting out of town, getting away from it all, going on an adventure, staying at a hotel, go away with me, let's run away. Um, let's see, let's get out, then check in, um, let's get out of this place, etc., etc., etc. Taxi tip. We're intentionally not giving you references for this pitch because the possibilities are so wide-ranging that we didn't want to limit your ideas. That said, you shouldn't send them something that's so outside of the box that it makes it hard to use. Uh, we're often fearful of that when we say think outside the box a little bit, people send stuff that's just like completely wacky and most people would listen to it and go, nah, way too far outside. So we tried to manage that a little bit. Send them emotionally positive songs that give listeners a strong sense of getting away from it all and the freedom that goes along with that. Um, creativity and, origin and originality will probably catch their ear, so you can push the singer-songwriter envelope a bit, but there's a fine line between really cool and going berserk. And again, your songs can be from any era. Your songs can range anywhere from very simple stripped-down versions to fuller productions with more instrumentation. You'd be smart to avoid lyrics with specific names, dates, times, places, brands, and profanity. Makes sense. In other words, you could probably mention going to a beach, but you couldn't say Miami Beach. Broadcast quality is needed. Great sounding home recordings are fine. Songs with faded or non-faded endings could potentially both work. We'll let you know that very often ad agencies just don't care if something's got a fade or not because they're just going to slam the master down at 29.5 anyway. Uh, note, the people screening this at Taxi are well-versed in the types of commercials this particular company produces, and ultimately they'll be judging these submissions largely based on gut. They'll be asking themselves, does this sound like something a super cool, trend-setting ad agency 
they're all super cool trendsetting ad agencies, would use in a cool travel-based commercial. Uh, the screeners may notate other aspects of your song just to give you some extra feedback, but please don't think that because they told you the vocal, for example, is a little pitchy, that that's necessarily the main reason your song didn't get forwarded. It's just a little extra feedback. The estimated license fee for this is 20000 bucks, depending on the ultimate use. This is a direct-to-ad agency pitch. You'll keep all ownership of the copyright and the master recording, but you won't be able to license it for any other commercials for the duration of the term of the agreement, which will be determined by the ad agency and you. You must own or control 100% of the master and composition rights to pitch for this opportunity. Please submit one to three songs online or per CD. All songs will be screened by a taxi A and R person who was handpicked by the ad agency. Submissions but, uh, must be received no later than 11.59 p.m. on Thursday, December 8th. So there you go. Um, you know what? I'm going to go through and highlight some of the stuff. This one, oh, we didn't give, I think I mentioned that, we didn't give any references. Yeah, I did mention that. We just didn't want, um, how can I say it? We didn't want people like thinking, oh, these references are exactly what they're looking for. Um, sometimes people get a little carried away with that, and uh, that wasn't the case here. It's like they literally said, anything you got from any era, if it's got any of these kind of lyric concepts in there. So pretty much anything could go, but I would guess that the screeners had to listen to this in the context of, does this sound like it would work in a commercial for a travel-related thing? So there you go. Um Let's highlight some stuff uh, mid-tempo. Getting out of town, getting away from it all, blah, 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 all the lyric concepts, not giving you references, creativity and originality. I can't say that word today. Originality um, will probably catch their ear. You can push the singer-songwriter envelope a bit. By the way, singer-songwriter, I was thinking about this in the car yesterday listening to stuff on the radio music out there there is a lot of music out there right now that if it were done by a person with one name like elton john or james taylor back in the day that would be considered a singer songwriter doing singer songwriter style material uh today there are artists out there who do what is called pop material uh it's on a pop chart as elton john you know would have been back in the day but it's called pop music, uh, even though it was written by the person who's singing it and sung by the person who's singing it, and is for all intents and purposes really singer-songwriter music. However, the thing that's changed uh, is the production style, uh, the underlying beats, um, the sometimes the song structure is a little different, um, the use of what we like to call around here ear candy, cute little things, and I'm not talking necessarily twinkles or beltry glissandos, but um, ear candy, just little sub hooks that appear at the end of phrases, little rhythmic hooks that appear in the song. Those elements from pop music are often used in what I would say are really singer-songwriter songs. Um, but they are being called singer-songwriter less often. So if you're a singer-songwriter and you're looking at the taxi listings, don't just limit yourself to looking at the singer-songwriter listings, period. Okay? 
So let's have a listen to the first song. And remember, here's what we're going to do is you guys vote on these and determine if you would forward it for this listing or you would not. And uh, what you do is when I kill the song, um, which I'll probably dump out a little early, sorry to say, um, make sure that you do a plus one and hit send uh, in the chat room and we'll see if you guys agree with the screener or not. So let us lead off by a song that's called Let's Get on the Road. Votes. 
plus one if you would have forwarded that for this listing and minus one if you would have not forwarded it. In other words, plus one if you'd send it to the ad agency and a minus one if you would not. I am dying to see what you guys thought. The tension is killing me here. Killing me, I tell you. <laughs> My little CD player is making noises today. I think it's having some sort of emotional breakdown. Uh... Kind of a mixed bag. Uh, Ken DePotter says, hard to call uh, because the screeners are using their gut to select these forwards. Well, use your gut. Uh, you know, on something like this, uh, we flat out said we're not being like so precise and sticking to all the rules and regulations. It's about will it work in the context of a commercial, uh, you know, where they'll, they're willing to use music from any era um, that talks about getting away from it all, getting out of town, going on an adventure, staying at a hotel. Um, clearly, the hook of this one, get on the road, would qualify under that so i'm gonna call this one about a 65 percent or just eyeballing the number of you guys who would have forwarded this um yeah uh, mojo brings up uh it's not really singer songwriter is it you know they asked for singer songwriter but again this one is just kind of you know will it work in the context of a commercial um I think they were, they didn't say, I want to see, they didn't exclude any genres, but I do remember somebody saying, well, I don't think they want, you know, like hip hop or death metal for this. Um, and I think that when we asked them that we went, we all decided cumulatively or collaboratively, I guess would be a better word for that, to go with singer songwriter because it was a little broader and more uh, all encompassing than listing off a bunch of genres that could potentially work for it or ones that wouldn't. So anyway, uh, that one was in fact a forward. And I've got to believe that the reason the screener forwarded that one was that last chorus that I played right before I killed it or dumped out of it um, had a very uh, strong sense of freedom. I, lyrically, it was right there, but it also just had um, a lift to it that felt like commercials often feel. And I personally think that that chorus alone would have been enough to get me to afford it. Um, Geza says, thinks it was a little slow, but they actually specified mid-tempo. Does that mean that if they heard something that was more up-tempo, they wouldn't have used it? No. It's tough with ad agencies and commercials. You know, really, a lot of times, it comes down to a committee sitting in a conference room hearing two or three choices that have been filtered by the person doing the music soup on the uh, commercial, and they go, that's the one we all like. 
and more often than not they'll pick the one that will play well in the flyover states. The edgier stuff that would work on the west coast or east coast some for some reason doesn't appeal to them all that much. Alright, moving on. This song is called Castaway. You're gonna take a little time To work on your mind You're gonna make a little time To make this thing right But you don't Cast your votes. Plus one if you would forward this one, minus one if you would not. Bubbles, get rid of Explorer. We've been have virtually, I would say, 90% of the problems with the new website, and there haven't been many, thank goodness, but uh, a lot of them that we've had have been related to Internet Explorer. Some people have versions of Explorer that are like 10 years old, uh, and, and there just aren't websites built to run on that anymore. So get rid of Explorer. No wonder you're having problems. Um, okay, almost all minus ones, I think, on this one. Um, and I think everybody heard, uh, I saw people talking about the common problem or the most obvious problem, which is it just didn't feel like a commercial. 
uh, it, it felt almost a little sad. Um, it, it certainly didn't sound like typical TV commercial stuff. It did have something to do with uh, uh, Castaway, you know, getting away. Um, lyrically, there was part of the theme that was in there, but I felt like it, it was kind of a wild pitch for this one. And uh, yes, there was a guitar that I also thought uh, was out of tune as well. All right, moving on to the next one, which is called Smiling Again. Oops. one if you would not cranberries meets no doubt <laughs> I love it it <laughs> could be a pet food commercial I love it if your dog smiles, which some are known to do.
<laughs> Tony Jen says, I think it was forwarded, but I think it's a little too airy. Mary Band had a nice frozen screenshot of me smiling. <laughs> All right, most of you guys voted plus one saying that you would forward this, and it was not forwarded. And I was frankly a little shocked because I did listen to some of these, not all of them, before the show went live today. And then I realized in my own personal opinion, and again, it's always difficult to put yourself in the exact shoes or inside the head of a screener in the moment. But one thing I noticed, and this may go back to the fact that I used to do a ton of audio posts on really big commercials on a daily basis for five and a half years, I think. Um, you'd be a little hard pressed to find the, I think somebody nailed it in, in the chat room saying, you know, that the verses weren't working, but the chorus and the intro, um, first of all, I liked the little melodic riff and somebody said it was a little too nicey nice. I agree. It's a little, little too sweet maybe, but then again, they like happiness and commercials. So I kept listening. And then I realized what the problem was, for me anyway, and maybe the screener recognized this, which is that the tempo of the song and the way the lyrics laid out, it would be very difficult to use this in the context of a 30-second commercial. And generally speaking, generally, not 100% of the time, but generally speaking, the music wouldn't be featured like fully up top to bottom in the commercial. Most of the time there's voiceover. It could be um, a donut with a voiceover in the middle, you know, for like 10 seconds out of the 30 seconds, 10 seconds of music in action, 10 seconds where the music ducks down and there's a voiceover and then the music comes back up at the end. And usually they'll edit and find a chorus section that conveys the emotion and the lyric and the general vibe of what they want. <coughs> Excuse me. I was having a hard time finding, I could find the sections, but trying to imagine the timing of it as somebody who's used to edit a lot of this stuff, it was a little hard, even though generally speaking, I like this and it was kind of, you know, like in the ballpark enough that you couldn't really deny that it would have, that it had something about it um, lyrically, which I don't have the lyric sheets in front of me, but it has something in there about traveling or getting away or doing something like that. Um, Well, it, uh, Peter Rahill says, so, oh, it needed some edit points. Uh, it had edit points. It just didn't feel to me, without getting scientific about it and pulling out a stopwatch or measuring it on, you know, on a, um, what do you call it? Uh, the line with all the squiggles on it. You know what I'm saying. Um, I don't think this one would have been that easy to edit. Lyrically, that was the problem for me, was the tempo and the way the lyrics laid over it I remember thinking at some point as I was listening before the show going, ah, that's not going to work. Um, so there you go. Was not forwarded. Um, okay. Now let's listen to one called Forever Golden. I haven't heard this one yet, so I'm curious to see. Here we go. Forever Golden. Monsters in your sleep 
Plus one if you would forward this, minus one if you would not. I am curious and anxious to see your votes. Yes, <laughs> that is the sound of my little CD player grinding away over here. I'm afraid it's going to go sprawling, but I do have a spare. I always come prepared. <laughs> Things really noisy today. All right, the votes are coming in. It's like election night, just not as big. <laughs> I think it just died. All right, I'm going to give a couple more clicks here to see which way, but I'm going to call it about a 70%, maybe a little higher on the forwards on that one, just eyeballing it. Oh, my God, it woke up again. Uh, okay, this one was forwarded. Again, personal, my opinion, I am not in the head of the screener at the moment, but I think there were several things that it had working for it. Lyrically, uh, definitely in the ballpark. Conceptually, the lyric idea... Um, it was mid-tempo, um, 
Oh, I forget the hook. I, I should have asked for lyric sheets today, um, but it definitely had the lyric thing going for it. Um, and it also was that Philip Phillips kind of indie folk thing going on, which is relatively contemporary, I mean, of the last few years. Um, it had kind of a certain sense of love and tenderness combined. Somebody used the word freedom in the chat. It did. It made you feel free. And it had kind of the the affectionate quality that a lot of the Subaru commercials have. So everybody in the industry knows the Subaru commercials have done really well. So I can imagine people in that agency going, yeah, let's try some of that on for size. Um, had the group vocalizations, the yeah, the thing in the chorus or whoa, whoa's, whatever. Those are popular um, in commercials. And I do remember thinking as this one flew by that there were parts of the verse where you could do an edit and use, there was a particular line maybe two, at the end of one of the verses that led into the chorus, and the verse lines worked really well, so you could have kept that kind of low under a voiceover in the beginning or, you know, for a donut in the middle, and then come up to the chorus, which was very uplifting um, uh, for the end, and then gone out on the hook. Uh, dog approved, I used to work at the Subaru plant. I don't know how those two things go together, but I'll take your word for it because you're otherwise a very intelligent man. Uh, I'll take you higher. Uh, now, I'm not using names for the authors today. Most of the time we don't just because um, as much as I'd like to compliment the people who everybody agrees are wonderful or they got forwarded, I always feel bad for the people who may not have and don't want them to feel singled out in any way. So... Uh, no, but I am giving the song titles. So there you go. Uh, now let's listen to one called Come Run Away. And by the way, A plus for you guys because you get, a lot of you got that one right. Um, and here we go with Come Run Away. Fairness, I'm going back to the top. Adventures we can find. I 
Wow, two songs in the same episode that both have modulations. You don't hear a lot of those these days. your votes ladies and gentlemen plus one if you would forward minus one if you would not mojo says peter gabriel meets peter satara <laughs> i think that's funny um while you guys are casting your votes uh everybody out there it's rare that you hear me endorse something so enthusiastically and no i'm not getting any free stuff or any money but if you don't have an amazon echo dot yet you are missing out on a lot of fun. I mean, they're 50 bucks, even if, well, you can always send it back, but they are so much fun and practical and useful. Um, <laughs> I've got to do it because I know some of the folks watching the show have them. Uh, Alexa, play Adele. <laughs> All of a sudden, 20 people's um, Amazon dots just started playing Adele. Yeah, Robbie, that was the famous Lasco fate you just witnessed. <laughs> All right, the votes are coming in. Uh... All right. I'm going backwards to scan. So I started out as mostly minus ones, then started picking up a little steam, got some plus ones. Um, I'm going to say it was about 65% um, that would not. Ken DePotter says, I made his play. <laughs> Dell is now playing wherever Ken lives. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, anyway, no, that one was not forwarded. Um Again, my personal opinion, um, it, it sounded more like a demo than it did something finished that could be used in a commercial. Um, conceptually, lyric-wise, come away, uh, come run away, uh, was very much in the ballpark. It's just it felt a little weakish. The, the vocal wasn't that strong. Um, I would be willing to bet that if you were to take that thing and tweak a few of the lyrics that maybe we're cliche, a little cliche leaning and, and do a better production on it with a stronger vocal that this could have been afforded. But in its current state, not so much. Um, <laughs> Dean Crepaint says, Alexa, every, empty everyone's bank account and send it to Dean. I love it. If you haven't played 20 questions with your Amazon Echo Dot yet, play 20 questions. Um, Alexa's really good. Yes, blue lights just went on all over. Uh, Alexa, <laughs> really, I hate to even say the name. She's really good at 20 questions. And the funniest part is when you beat her and she loses, which isn't very often, the tone of her voice when she says, you win, uh, very, uh, like, she hates to admit it. There's a tone there. So I think that's really funny. But uh, really, really amazing little device. Size of a hockey puck and smarter than some people that I've met. Um, okay, moving on. 
Let's go with this one. This one's called Come Along With Me, uh, which is very similar to the title of the last one, somewhat similar. Let's have a listen. See. I keep messing that up. I read. votes plus one for a forward minus one if you would not forward that that was called come along with me it's pretty interesting uh, very curious I gotta say, you guys uh, drawing some comparisons to other artists. I think you're very right on about, uh, and there are several of them that are kind of in the ballpark with that one. Okay, plus, 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 plus. Martin says, not good for a new car ad, but uh, I'm not sure how you mean that. But remember, they're looking for stuff from any era. Not that I necessarily know if that's old or not. Um, I'm going to say that one was about 75% forwards. And you guys would be right who voted to forward that. The screener did, in fact, forward it. Um, it was a little raggedy, but that added charm. People mentioned Dr. Hook, John Prine. Um, Leon Redbone was the first uh, thing that popped into my mind. Um, it, it was 
raggedy. Could have used a little help maybe on the production side, but maybe some of the charm was the fact that it was a little bit raggedy. It didn't. It felt very honest to me, and I, I could. I try to picture the ad agency people sitting around the conference room going, "Yeah, I love its honesty, its authenticity." I don't know who can ever second guess these guys. Um, Mary Band says, "I don't care about winning a car. I want to win Robin's book." Yes, don't let me forget to give away a copy of Shortcuts to Hit Songwriting. Anyway. Uh, it had authenticity, and it was not what you would typically hear in a commercial, but I could definitely be hear it being heard in a commercial. So 75% uh, of you guys were right on that one. Let's move on to one called All Those Miles, which I have not heard. So no idea what to expect. Volume is up. Here we go. are lit up. Uh, okay, that was called All Those Miles. Cast your votes. Plus one for a forward. Minus one if you would not forward. Um, all right, set to go on the next one. Curious what you guys 
think. Uh, Mary Van, clearly your computer is listening to you or is reading your mind. Um, Asia says the vocals remind him of Mark Knopfler. Uh, some timing issues didn't hit, hit any of the keywords in the listing. Um, they were key ideas. You didn't have to actually nail the words, but yeah, concepts, ideas, um, phrases. And the votes are coming in. Hey, Mitch, how are you? Didn't see you in there earlier. Kaz? Kaz. Not Kaz. Um, come on, where are those votes? Not seeing a lot of votes pouring in for this one yet. All right, well, the votes are just trickling in, uh, but the majority of them are, are people who would not have forwarded this, and they would be in agreement with the screener on this one. Um, it had kind of a Bob Dylan meets uh, Mark Knopfler uh, thing going on with the vocal. I liked it. I personally liked the vocal approach. It was very honest, and, and you know, sometimes... Um, the people who wrote the song will sing it better than a really slick professional singer because the words mean something to them and they dig deep to get them across and there's an honesty about it and authenticity, one of our favorite words. This had that lyrically, but it did, It also had a problem that we heard in one of the songs earlier, which was just the, the tempo of the lyrics and the phrasing of the lyrics, um, even though they said they would take stuff from any um, era, would be up for grabs. And this reminded me kind of like mid-70s to late-70s country rock. Um, the tempo of the lyric phrasing made it such that it would be very, very hard for this to lay out well inside of a 30-second commercial. So that almost in and of itself regardless of what you thought of, of the song or if the lyrics had the right stuff in it. Sometimes it just wouldn't cut well to picture, and I think that would have been the case with this one. So now we're moving on to one called Shine On. I don't believe we've heard this yet. I, it looks familiar to me, but hopefully I haven't played it. Let me know in the chat room uh, if I have. And here we go, Shine On. I know you're comfortable, never want to break the rules, doing what's expected. When no one sees you anymore, like a worn out wooden floor, underneath your beat down. I know you're scared to step out, I know you're scared to leave town, but it's scary in here. If you want to change for good, if you want to go, you should face your fears.
feeling I know that you're wishing The walls would fall and kick you out But no one's gonna make you You have to decide to get up and run on your two feet I know you're scared to step out I know you're scared to leave town But it's scary in here If you wanna change for good If you wanna go, you should fade there. Uh, cast your votes. Plus one for a forward, minus one if you would not. And while you are voting, uh, yes, I'm seeing all these uh, people typing ellipses, three dots in a row that are showing up as blue line links on this end. Uh, unusual. I've never noticed that before. And yes, Paulie, I, I was bobbing my head. Or maybe you were bobbing yours. <laughs> Come on, cast those votes. Okay. Uh, really isn't a category for this one, Polly. Um, it, it was technically called singer-songwriter because that was the broadest thing we could all agree on. Um, but they were pretty loath to give us specific examples for this. And they said any era, I mean, they made it clear that they weren't that interested or interested in at all in like hip hop stuff. Um, anything too hard and edgy they wanted it to make you know give you i'm going to go back to the listing one more time um lyric concepts uh, about getting out of town getting away from it all going on an adventure staying at a hotel uh go away with me let's run away let's get out then check in uh let's get out of this place a anything like that anything broadly in the travel sense you know we're going somewhere um, and this song, surprisingly, uh, was forwarded. Uh, and I agree with virtually all of you, or many of you, that said, cool song, but I wouldn't forward it. I didn't hear anything, unless I missed it, I didn't hear anything in the lyrics that um, it was a great fit for any of those concepts. 
Um, although I liked the song. I thought it was pretty inventive, pretty contemporary. I liked uh, the vocal phrasing. I loved the rhythmic pattern. I liked the sparseness of it all. It was a great example of sometimes and uh, very often less is more, you know? Um, Polly said he wouldn't consider it singer-songwriter. Yeah, you know what? It, I, I got to say again, this one... If we heard something that just sounded like it was in a commercial, and I, I said in the listing, it said the screeners are going based largely on gut for this, and we didn't give any examples because the people at the ad agency just couldn't. They said anything could potentially work. And, you know, when we say, a lot of times we'll say to them, oh, really? Uh, so heavy metal? No, well, of course not heavy metal. Uh, Hip-hop? Well, no, not hip-hop. So pop? Yeah. Um, country, maybe if it was the right country song, um, singer-songwriter, that was the one we got the most, like, you know, lights on, where it's like, yeah, singer-songwriter, and, and my gut tells me that in their minds they were thinking Subaru commercial, because those are so well done and wildly popular, and the type of music that is frequently, uh, like 70% of the time, used in Subaru commercials could be used in the right kind of travel commercial. Um, so th this was a tough one, uh, tough for us to get the right information to give to you um, and, and spent quite a bit of time going over this listing and over it and over it and editing it uh, before we sent it out, but we knew it was gonna be tough. Um, oh yeah, the screeners, uh, less, less than zero says, how the screeners are, yeah, screeners are fallible. Yeah, uh, screeners, I would say, here's a great example. Sometimes people post stuff on our forum going, do you believe the screener didn't forward this? And we ask the members on the forum, post the original listing in full, post a link to your song so we can hear it or, or instrumental track, and then uh, scan uh, the critique or, or post a JPEG of the critique. Um, and I would say 98% of the time that the members on the forum who are usually pretty sympathetic to their fellow members will typically, 98% of the time is my anecdotal observation, will vote along with the screeners. Do they get it 100% of the time? No, nobody could. Not even Alexa. Bunch of you guys saw blue lights, right? Um, All right, now we're on to talking about checker cabs. <laughs> All right, let's listen to another one. This one is called Driving Dreams.
votes. Plus one if you would forward that, minus one if you would not. Do you have a cow in your yard? <laughs> All right, the votes are starting to come in. Mojo's out of bourbon? <laughs> uh, did you get snowed in? <laughs> I can already... I don't think I've seen a single minus one yet. Um, everybody is voting for this one. And it's obvious, isn't it? It's... So obvious that I, I don't think we were two bars into this and I thought this already has a vibe and then heard the vocal lyrically. I mean, almost line by line, it lined up, no no pun intended, uh, but lined up conceptually with uh, the whole concept of traveling, going somewhere. You know, what I immediately thought of was a um, picture of a car going down a two laner out in the middle of nowhere with a dog you know, holding its head out of the car window with slobber going by at 70 miles an hour and a big smile on the dog's face. Uh, it, it, this one just feels like a winner. I can't imagine anybody sitting in a conference room in an ad agency not going, okay, that's a contender. Um, I have no idea yet if they've picked anything for this. It's been, what, like five weeks since the deadline? So... It's entirely possible that they've got the final edit done. Usually they don't start looking for the music until they've got a final edit done or really close to it. I would not be surprised if we hear this song showing up in that commercial and we're all going to go, hey, I heard that on Taxi TV. That was excellent. Um, Ryan and Tatum O'Neill and Paper Moon. Yeah, you know, I wrote down Country Swing... Jazz, oh, vocals, several of you mentioned that. The vocal definitely could have come up in the mix. I think the mix could have been a little bit better, but you know what? If I'm an ad agency person and I'm listening to this, I'm going, okay, This, if it works with picture, you don't really know till you're in the room and kind of feel the video with the music, but assuming that it felt as good um, to them as it does to all of us and it worked with the picture, um, this would be a case where they would probably reach out to the person and say, okay, we love it, we'd like a better mix. So, uh, <laughs> says, cute-ass song. <laughs> I love it. All right. I'm going to be humming, uh, Lawrence Davis says, I'm going to be humming that for the rest of the night. I think we all will be. It was just so, so, so good. Um... I'm making a note to call the person who did that. I think this person's name looks very familiar. I think I've spoken to this person before. He's been a member for a while. Um, he should definitely remix that. I would love to make that a, a featured song in one way or another. 
Okay, uh, this next one, on a purely titular basis, um, sounds great. Ready, set, go. That's the name of the song. Ready, well, set, go. Hello there. Nice to meet you. I'm the girl next door. You'll probably never see me as anything more. But I think it's finally time to tell you how I feel about you. Well, you're gorgeous, and I'm just me. All my friends think that I'm crazy to love you. Maybe I'm stupid, oh, well, I'm choosing to ready, set, go. I'm losing my mind, I need you by my side, so ready, set, go. Plus one for a forward, minus one if you would not forward that. I love the fact that you guys have been watching the shows and been involved with Taxi long enough in the road rally and the forms everything that people um, come up with suggestions for other uses for material in the chat room. Uh, that shows me that you've got your thinking caps on and I'm proud of you and grateful for that. Uh, 
few more votes. I need to get a few more votes to get a good count. All right. Uh, so it was not forwarded. Um, although I think most of us are in agreement. <laughs> Steve P says, what is she selling again? Uh, it was a pretty darn good song. Um, it was, how shall I say it? Too personal. The, I, I could see why this person pitched the song. It was called Ready, Set, Go. You know, yeah, that in the right context of, you know, this is a, for a travel commercial. Um, could be the family, you know, coming out the front door, piling into a station wagon, running back in to forget a bag they forgot. Who knows what the video is, but Ready, Set, Go is a concept that could work for what they asked for. However, uh, it's a very personal relationship song leading right up to the R of Ready. So there's really no way to just feature the Ready, Set, Go because if you just tried to cut it right there and start it, it wouldn't work. Um, but good song, just not right for the pitch. And I understand why the taxi member submitted it. Um, and now we're moving on to another one called I Could Go For Miles. And let's have a listen. forward this onto the ad agency minus one if you would not and while you're casting your votes 
I want to let the viewers who watch the archive version of the show know that sometimes I just sit here and smile stupidly like it's because I'm reading the comments in the chat room. And I know a lot of these folks. Uh, if I haven't met them personally in the flesh, I've known them for years in the chat room. and They're pretty damn funny. Uh, some of the comments I just want to repeat and and. Uh, sometimes they're a little less than warm and fuzzy, so I don't. But a uh, good sense of humor um, by many of you. And... Oh, come on, Cass, be nice. How would you feel if you were the person whose song that was? <laughs> um, all right, anyway... Uh, I think everybody got this one right. They're all minus ones. It, it was just too legato, too kind of slow for a commercial. Very slow. Um, it had a wistful quality to it, but it just didn't make you feel like getting away, going on vacation, none of that stuff. Um, so couldn't use that. Um, that was called I Could Go for Miles. Now we are going to listen to the last one. And don't let me forget to give away this book, which is the Bible. I've never, I think in all the years that I've been saying, you know, I personally stand behind this book because I am the publisher and I do make a couple bucks if you buy it. But uh, I've always said, if you don't like it, send it back in resellable condition, gladly refund the money. And I think I've only had one person whoever sent it back and clearly all the pages were bent like the person had Xerox the entire book they probably spent more uh, on the cost of copying it than just keeping the, the book but um, and I take that as a testament to the quality of the book I think it is a tour de force book on songwriting that makes you feel like you've got Robin Frederick sitting right next to you as you're working on your stuff and what's cool about it is that you don't have to read it linearly um, you could almost look in the, you can't almost, you can definitely look in the table of contents and say, gee, right now I'm working on a bridge and I'm stuck and go to the section about bridges and find your solution in there. Okay. Um, yeah, so those were all minus ones in that thing. And let's listen to the last one, which is called Let's Get Away and Get To It. And here we go. Nope, we gotta turn it up or we're Just not going. me and you. We let our hang down. Let's get away from it all. Just me and you. We let our hang down. Like we used to do. We leave a note on the door. And make our getaway Check out when we check in So let the fun begin Let's get away Don't wanna work, work, work mm, I wanna play, play, play So run away with me And have a holiday We'll leave our cares
ending. Caught me by surprise. All right, cast your votes. Plus one for a forward, minus one if you would not forward it. I am really curious to see what you say about this one. Votes are pouring in. Dan Lowe made an interesting observation. Uh, because the listing was pretty wide open as far as like style and era, um, and he felt that this one lyrically hit a lot of the points. Um, let's let's get out and then check in um, is one of the things mentioned in the listing. And I heard that go by either in the reverse or in the, it was either let's, yeah, I think it was let's get out then check in or something close to that. And my guess is that this person probably wrote for the listing because there was so much about it that lyrically lined up. Um, And I would say that the majority of people on this one said they would forward it. I'm going to go back and just quickly scan. Yeah, it, it was probably 80 or 90% of you said that you would forward it. And it was, in fact, forwarded. Um, so, once again, you guys are on the money. Personal feeling on it was the vocal was cool and kind of borderline-ish, but didn't really sell it for me. It, it didn't really line up. What's the, the drum pattern? Uh, it was almost like um, something you'd hear on the streets of New Orleans um, that I don't even know what you call that beat, but um, it reminded me of, I don't know if it's a Zydeco beat, uh, but it was notable. Is that a shuffle? Really? Okay. Um, anyway, all right. Let's give the book away. Oh, you know what? Yeah, let's give the book away, and then I'll play the one that I think we all agreed was the best of the day. So here we go. Uh, cast your votes when I count down to one. Uh, everybody just chime in with a plus one, and then I'll run my finger up and down the chat room, and I will pick somebody blindly, and that person will get a copy of the book. All right. Ready, set, oh, three, two, one, blast off. <laughs> Waiting for that to come in. I'm waiting for enough to come in where I can go like that. <laughs> okay. Bink. 
Tom Selden. Tom Selden, you are the winner. Uh, and what you need to do, congratulations, you are going to love this book. And, you know, by the way, if you happen to have this one already and you would prefer to get this book, which a lot of people have been talking about in the chat room today, Shortcuts to Songwriting for Film and TV, um, it's the only book on the market that talks about writing songs that are better suited for film and TV or more tailored for film and TV. Why am I red? Wow, that was a lighting thing. Interesting. Um, so Tom Selden, send an email to matt at taxi.com, M-A-T-T -T, at taxi.com, and make the subject line in all caps and say, I won the book on Taxi TV, and give Matt your name, which is obviously Tom Selden, your street address, your zip code, your phone number, and we will send you out. Let Matt know in the email if you would prefer shortcuts to hit songwriting, which is this one, or shortcuts to songwriting for film and TV, which is that one. And let us know, and we will send you out a copy of the book. You will love whichever one you get. Um, Mitch Mash says, both are brilliant. I agree. Couldn't agree more. Uh, I think everybody agrees. I don't think we've ever had any complaints about that book, nor should we. So with that, let us listen one more time to who... Um, and he's outed himself in the chat room, so I'm going to give credit where credit is due. This song, with Driving Dreams, was done by none other than Alexander Fox. Let's have a listen. Good to go. Yeah. 
Gotta love that song. Nice job, Alex. All right. Uh, with that, I want to mention that next week's show, I haven't completely organized it yet, but I think it's going to be a pivotal episode of Taxi TV, and here's why. is I have been assembling a list of just about every genre that you could think of. I'm sure that people will come up with something I haven't thought of, but I'm going to go down a list of genres and subgenres uh, for film and TV music that I think is going to be really stimulating. You're going to go, oh, I never thought about that. And I'm going to try and interject stuff about, you know, this is a genre that would frequently get used, but there's probably tons of that stuff already in people's catalogs. So you may want to think about going for nichier genres where you might not have as much competition when music supervisors come a calling. So there you go. Don't miss next week's show. Next Monday, uh, which will be the 23rd of January at 4 p.m. right here, same place, same station, all that good stuff. Until then, I bid you adieu from almost Hollywood. Thanks for coming to join me for this episode of Taxi TV Live. Bye, you guys.